0: biggest problem today with the church what's wrong with the church i feel that the biggest problem with the church today is probably that people don't necessarily practice what they preach i think that they think by going to church on sundays it makes you a good person but you can be a totally bad person just go for an hour a week so i think that's kind of backwards almost i think my biggest complaint with church in general is that it, it tends to be uh not inclusive but exclusive. When I was in like fifth grade my mother and I basically got kicked out of a church because like we didn't have the same ideas as everyone else and like people thought we were I guess weird. A lot of churches have problem with classes, classes of people, you know people that don't have a Mercedes and drive to, to church and maybe don't have really nice clothes and are sort of don't feel welcomed because they don't a lot of people in church don't really talk about come together and talk about issue and how we feel people just sit back and just sit and look at each other and don't say a word we're supposed to share our thoughts and our feeling, how we feel and what we think what we believe should happen the Bible is saying this is what you're supposed to do and the church goes like does the opposite So I'm Jeremy. Uh, I am just passionate about the church, and I'm excited to to be uh, sharing the word with you for these next two weeks. We're going to be talking about the church, and you're probably going, that is a crazy title that uh, you have picked, Jeremy. And I'm intrigued. Um, you're going to be intrigued, but you're also going to be challenged. And I thank the, the band for uh, just playing that song, Oh God, Forgive Us, because... Uh, I think that's going to tie right into kind of where uh, we go this morning. And so uh, let's pray and uh, ask God to, to bless this morning. Lord, uh, thank you for the, the honor and the privilege, Lord, to present your word. And Lord, I pray that every word that is spoken this morning is from you. And Lord, that uh, you open up uh, hearts this morning and uh, help this church uh, to do something incredible, uh, both here in Fairfield County and all over the world. In Jesus' name, amen. So I've grown up in a church, my dad's a pastor, uh, and uh, years ago, I probably didn't love the church as much as I love the church now, but I am passionate about the local church. and what I mean about the local church is, is this church, the, the church down the road, Trinity Baptist, uh, Eastern Covenant, I am passionate about every single uh, local church and how they uh, live and bring the gospel to the world. and I believe the local church is the hope. Of the world. That when Jesus left, he did not leave a bunch of different plans and say, I'm gonna restore the world to, to the way uh, I intended it through other things. The thing, his plan A and his only plan is through the local church. But there's something that has happened within America, and it's because we are consumers. It's because we are passionate about having our needs met, and our culture says our needs to be met. And what happens is is we bring that consumer culture when we walk through that door of the church. And we believe that our needs to be met. And for me, I've thought back this week to, to the different ways that I've been a consume, consumer here at this church, or maybe uh, even in college. One of those ways was, and maybe you resonate with this, is that uh, I thought uh, for a while that church was kind of this organization that, that, that made people feel good. Okay? It makes me feel good. I go to church and it kind of builds me up and, and that's about it. Or maybe you've thought, hey, they always pass that offering plate and they talk about money and they, they just want my money, my money to pay for those salaries of those pastors that speak up there and just, just say all these words to us. Or maybe you, you think that the church's responsibility, and I thought this for a while, was that, that the, the, the pastors, they have to feed me. They have to feed me spiritually, that, that their job is to make me a, a better Christian, that those sermons that they preach, that has to challenge me and, and motivate me and, and make me live, live for God. Or maybe it's, you know what, the, the, the church needs to meet my needs. The music needs to be this style. It can't be this loud because, you know what, that, that, that's, that's, not, that's not cool. That's not cool with my ears. Or the, the kids' ministry, you know what? They have to have the, these programs. Or the adult ministry, we have to have this and this and this for, for us to truly be the church. Or then lastly, maybe it's the idea that I always fall into, that the church is a building. That the church is these walls. This beautiful building that we have, this, this is church. Church. You know what? God's words share something completely opposite what the church that I just described to you is. See, God believes that there's something so much better, and it's his plan. It's his plan A. And as we we open up the scriptures this morning, I encourage you to have your heart open to what God wants to say to you. What God's scripture points, this isn't me saying this, this is what God wants to say to you, and it's all found in in his word. So I'd love for you to open uh, your Bibles this morning uh, to Ephesians 4, and as you're opening your Bibles, I encourage you, if you're in a community group, please bring your Bible to your community group this week. Uh, You're going to be talking about uh, these verses, and I also encourage you to take some time, study these, write some notes. There's a lot in here, and I'm only going to touch the surface, and I'd love for your, your community group to really discuss this and, and to say, how do we live this out, both as a church and within our, our community groups? Ephesians 4, 11 through 13. So Christ himself gave the apostles, the prophets, the evangelists, the pastors, and the teachers to equip his people for works of service. So that the body of Christ may be built up until we all reach unity in faith and in the knowledge of the Son of God and become mature, attaining to the whole measure of the fullness of Christ. From him the whole body, joined and held together by every supporting ligament, uh, grows and builds itself up in love as each part does its work. When Paul wrote this, he was writing this to a church, to the church in Ephesus, and uh, he was passionate about this church because he saw something special in this church. And the, 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 the book is really a cliff notes of the Christian faith. The first three chapters are a lot of theology and, and really saying, okay, here, here's who Christ is and here is this knowledge of him. And then the last three chapters are really an application. Okay, how, does, how do we live this out? And what's amazing is that Paul writes this to this church and they apply what, they, what this letter said. Because what happens with the, with the church in Ephesus, they become the hub of sending out the gospel and people to Asia to bring them to know Christ. And I believe that for us this morning is even a challenge. To say, how can we as BlackRock live out these scriptures so we can be a hub to bring Christ and his love to Fairfield County and to the whole world? And so let's dive in and let's see what what these verses say. So first we see that uh, you have these apostles, prophets, evangelists, and pastors, and they have a role. Their role is to equip his people for works of service. You know, for us, a lot of times we think that the pastor has to be up front, has to entertain us and keep us awake and kind of give us that that great motivational uh, sermon so that we can go into our lives and kind of live for him but we leave that. We leave that thought as soon as we we walk out the doors and drive home, we start living our our life because we don't have the right perspective on what, what Christ is trying to challenge us with. And what it says here is the pastors are to equip his people for works of service. I think that word equip is giving you the tools so that you can live your life in such a way that you are helping other people to know Jesus Christ. It flips it upside down. Instead of us sitting and being consumers and saying, this sermon is is for me to be a better person, think of every sermon you hear from now on as equipping you to bring the gospel to the world, to serve other people. I wanna challenge you with a radical idea. And I don't think all of you are at this point, but I think that that we we need to think about uh, getting to this point in our life. When I was a high school youth pastor here, uh, I would take my student ministry team, and we had a youth group on Tuesday nights. And I would tell them, youth group on Tuesday night is not about you. To these student leaders, I would say, it's not about you. I want you every Tuesday night to come and not look to be fed Not look to get anything out of the night, but I want you to serve and to serve until you are exhausted. I want you to greet every person who walks through these doors. I want you to worship in a way that you don't worry about anyone else around, but that you model to everyone else what it truly means to worship God. I want you to open up the word and to to know it and to, to live it and to cherish it so that others in your community groups will do the same. I think that's the same for you, maybe. That radical idea that instead of Sunday mornings being when you come here for you to be served, you come here on Sunday mornings from now on and you say, you know what? I'm going to spend an hour or two just serving people. I'm going to serve from being a greeter to an usher, to helping with tech or kids ministry or youth ministry, helping with cafe, or just being around and saying, okay, let me clean one of the bathrooms, or whatever it is, you say, I'm here to serve instead of to be served. Because you know what? I believe a lot of you are at the point in your walk with Christ, you don't need Sunday morning. You need to be in the word every day, loving God in a way that you draw close. You don't need an unbelievable preacher to preach to you. You just need to be in the word and saying, God, you're going to fill me up this week. You're going to give me abundance. So when I go to church on Sunday, I'm going to give my life away. I am going to serve and love people in a radical way. So the first part, what we see in the the scripture is this idea that that we we, we are being equipped for these works of service. And then it continues so that the body of Christ may be built up until we all reach unity in faith and in the knowledge of the Son of God, become mature, attaining to the whole measure of the fullness of Christ. The church is not a set of walls. The body of Christ is you and I living our life together. That is what church is. And we have to get out of the mentality that I'm going to church means I'm going to a building. It has to mean the body of Christ. And again, that changes you. That changes you to think, you know what? This is about me living my life with other people so we can be on the mission for God, so we can bring the gospel. Not that the church building does anything, but that we together do that. And I love that idea of mature. This idea that we are maturing, we are becoming more and more like Christ. You might ask, Jeremy, how do I do that? Well, we have developed a spiritual growth process at this church that you hear me all the time talk about. And we will talk about it and talk about it every morning in our announcements. Because we believe this is how you're going to grow to maturity. And it's through our spiritual growth of BlackRock 101, of Starting Point and Community Groups, of Serving and Ownership. We believe those things are going to help you grow to that mature believer. And I just want to encourage you, if you've never gone through starting point and you have a desire for Christ, go through it. I don't care if you've been in a church for 20 years, you will grow in starting point in ways that you've never imagined before because you're sitting around with a group of other people and you're talking about faith. You're journeying together to say, what does this Christian faith mean and how do I apply it? you're not in a community group, I'm going, that's the prime way. That's how we live in community. We're a huge church. We have thousands of people that worship here together. If you're not connected to a smaller group of people at this church, you are not going to mature and grow in your faith. And I challenge you, if you want to mature, to go and and to dive into those two opportunities. The message says this when it's talking about um, these last verses. It says, fully matured adults, fully developed within and without, fully alive in Christ. If you want to be fully alive in Christ today, engage in our process here at BlackRock. Trust me, you will grow. You will grow leaps and bounds in your faith. The scriptures also say this, from him the whole body What I love about this idea, from him, the whole body, from him, the church, from him, you and I, guys, it's not us who have to do this on our own. It's God living through us who's gonna give us the power, the energy, the love to do this together to change our world. Jesus gives us that in the Holy Spirit. We gotta rely on that and remember that it's not on us. When the church starts making mistakes, when we start making mistakes what happens is we start relying on ourselves and not on him. We, rem- we need to remember that Christ is in charge of this church, not us. And then it continues and it says, joined together and built, built up together in love. The church must be defined by love. Black Rock Church must be defined by love. What broke my heart in that video we saw was all these people who are turned off by church or see the church is not a place where they find love. That has to change. But that starts with you and I extending that love each and every day from our community groups to how we greet them, to how we share life with them and pray for them and pray for the boldness to share Christ with them. It's all about our love and how we extend that and bring that grace and that hope to them. And then lastly, in the part where I want to rest kind of the rest of this sermon on, as each part does its work, as each person does its work, what's wrong with the church is that we have made church about us. And thus, we are not a part of the work. Instead, we are looking and saying, someone else will do it. This scripture clearly points to we all have a part in this church. As a a follower of Christ, you have a part to play in what we are doing here at this, this church. It's not the pastors, it's not the leaders, it's all of us together on this exciting journey saying, how do we bring Christ to Fairfield County and to the world? What a privilege and an honor it is to be a part of that. Not to be excluded from it, but to be a part of it. But that carries weight. That carries weight on you. And so, what I love for you to do is point to the person next to you and say, "The church needs you." Right now, point to the person next to you. The church needs you. Now, here's here's the tougher part. Point to yourself and say, "I'm the problem." Oh, you got, we got a snicker now. <laughs> you know what though? I am the problem. Because every day, I look at the church as a consumer. Instead of looking at the church as a place where I can serve, that is equipping me to bring the message and the hope of Jesus. We all have a part in this. We all have something to give. But you know what? The American culture says it's okay to come to church on Sunday morning, to sit in a seat for an hour, go home, live your, life, live your life whatever way you want, and then come back the next Sunday. That's good enough. Or that, you know what? Hey, it, it, it's good for you. You can just kind of uh, show up and you can, you can do what you want. But you know what? There's, there's problems within the church or there's places to serve but you say, you know what, I'm not equipped enough or I'm not talented enough to like greet people or to hold a crying baby. Like they're, they're, It's just too hard for me. That's what the culture says. But you know what God's word says? It's so clear. We all have a part. So what are you doing? How are you using your gifts and your talents to bring Christ to those within this church and those outside of this church? There's a word that I heard um, some years ago in college and it was mentioned to me by uh, one of my mentors there. And uh, he, he challenged me with this because I would come into to one of our classes and I would always kind of complain and say, there's all these problems. This idea of uh, discontent, being discontent. And for me, I was discontent about the church and about what I saw in the church. And it, discontent is being broken hearted about something. But what he challenged me with this idea was to say, Jeremy, put the word holy in front of your discontent. Holy discontent is being broken hearted about something. And it causes you to do something to make a difference. Discontent without holy means you turn and you walk away. But when you have holy discontent, you turn and you face it. And you go, I need to do something about this. So what is your holy discontent this morning? What's your holy discontent within the church that you say, I see something and that needs to be fixed. And I'm going to do everything that I can to solve that. I'm going to invest my life. I'm going to spend my life investing in that. Holy discontent means saying no more. No more going to church for an hour and then living my life the way I want it. No more going on missions trips, but living my life every day as if I were on a missions trip. No more superficial relationships with people, but living in a way that extends love to everyone within my community group. No more saying someone else will serve. Someone else will fill that need here at this church. I'm going to do it. I want my church family here to get close to the hurt and the pain of this world and to engage in the work of what we have to do here. A loving God, loving people, and serving our world. The local church is the hope of the world. Oh God, forgive me for making it about me and my needs. Help me to be The church. Oh God, forgive me for making it about me because we do that so often. But help me to be the church. So how do we become the church? We're going to be talking about this for the next few weeks. And I just want to touch on a couple things that I want to encourage you with this morning on how you can be the church, how you can help us to be the hope of the world. And the first thing is, is to ask God for forgiveness. Oh God, forgive me. Forgive me for how I have fallen short of what your design for the church is, your plan A. What you have said from the very beginning is the hope of the world as a church. Forgive me for how I've made it about me. I challenge you this week to spend some time and just go before God and ask him for forgiveness. Ask him for forgiveness for how you've made it about you. Because we all have We live in America, we live in the culture that says, it's all about me. We gotta battle that each and every day, but go before God and say, God, forgive me for making church about me, help me to be the church. Second thing is, engage in our spiritual growth process here at this church. If you have not engaged in our spiritual growth process, today is the day. Stop by the Next Steps kiosk after the service and go, I'm going to do something. I don't know what it is. Talk to the people there. They'll encourage you. They'll show you the perfect step for you here at this church, whether that's starting point, a community group, or maybe serving. But for you to start to be the church, be involved in what we're doing here, how we come together and we be the church throughout the, throughout the week, from serving, community groups, starting point. No more excuses. No more saying, you know what, I'm too busy. I'm too busy to go on a retreat. Or I'm too busy during my week. Make it happen. And see how God shows up and starts to mature you and make you into the Christ follower that he longs for you to be. And then lastly, how about you pray pray this dangerous prayer? This prayer that God will give you a holy discontent about something. The holy discontent that will say, I am going to move from someone who sits on the sidelines and says that's someone else's issue to say, I'm going to help solve it. Whether that's here at this church or in your life or in this world. That's a dangerous prayer. And when you pray that prayer, God's going to show you something, and you better be willing to risk everything, to put aside your own wants and needs and say, God, I'm going after what you want to go after because this is what you want. And you know what? He'll show you. It might not be tomorrow. It might be in six months. But he's going to show you something that you're going to say, I can do this in his power. You know what? For me, that happened in college when God called me to ministry and said, I want you to start working with youth. I had a a holy discontent about our youth culture and where they were going. I said, I need to love these kids. And for 10 years, God gave me that heart and that passion to invest in them and pour into them. And then God also showed me after a trip to New Orleans how, you know what? There's a a group of students and young adults in Bridgeport that need some love. He helped me and a couple other guys start Urban Impact where we serve hundreds of kids during the week and love on them and and give them an education and a hope and a future that without this, they wouldn't have. And then on a trip to, to Haiti, he showed me all these families without simple bathrooms and he said, do something about it. Make a difference. And then this morning, you also heard my discontent. My discontent, my holy discontent about the church. And about how we need to step up, not just 30% of us, all of us together to bring the gospel to Fairfield County. God wants to do something, but he needs all of us together to be the church, to be living and passionate about what he wants. And in that, he's going to change this county, and he's going to change the world. But he needs you. And that's my holy discontent. My holy discontent is that every day you will say, what is my next step? How do I grow spiritually so that I can give my life away to someone else so that they can come to know Christ? I hope this week you'll start to think about the purpose of the church and how that resonates with you and what your role is in it. Next week we're going to look at imagine a church and what we could do if we lived out a few simple things. And God wants to show us some things and and drive some things home. And then Pastor Dan's going to take us on a journey for three weeks that is going to really challenge us in how we serve and how we give our lives away by serving. I'm excited. I hope that you're excited. I hope you take the challenge to pray and ask God for forgiveness, to enter our spiritual growth process here at this church. And then lastly, to pray that dangerous prayer of that holy discontent that God will give you something that you want to fix. Let's pray. Lord, thank you for this church, for each person here who makes this church what it is. We thank you for your spirit and how you are guiding us and how you are giving us this hope, how you're giving us a message of the gospel, Lord, that you want us to share with so many people around us. Lord, I pray, Lord, that this week we wrestle with kind of how we view the church And maybe some things that we need to change and how we need to go forward and start to live more like you, start to mature and own, Lord, our part in what is happening here at this church. Lord, I pray a blessing on each person here. And Lord, I pray that uh, you continue to change them and help them to take their next steps spiritually. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thanks for being with us this morning. And uh, again, stop by Next Steps if you have any questions. Bye.